Raise a hand to the Lord right now and say with me, I take my place. I take my seat in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And I address Satan and all of his cohorts. You will not in any way, fashion or form have any place in my life. No place in my family. No place in our church. No place in this nation. Devil, we hold the blood of Jesus against you in the name of Jesus. And we declare freedom on all fronts. Are you thankful for that? Oh, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Glory to God. Well, I've been so encouraged by reading this little book, The Authority of the Believer and How to Use It. And we've been acting upon it individually and as a church. So I want to encourage you, if you did not get a copy of this little book, go ahead and get it right after the service. And if we run out, we'll just keep ordering it. I believe that this is very, very important for our lives individually and for us as a uh, body and as us for a nation. Amen? Amen? So you may be seated. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Tom and all of our team and everyone that comes so very early in the morning to make a service like this possible. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, people are here early in the morning getting the auditorium ready, getting the children's ministry ready, getting the youth ministry ready. It's a wonderful thing to have a church, isn't it? Aren't you glad we're not closed down? I'm glad we're open. Amen. Open for kingdom business. Praise God. So thank God for each and every one of you uh, that are here this morning. We're expecting great things in Jesus' name. Open your Bibles, if you would, to the book of Philippians and the second chapter. Philippians, the second chapter. And we're in a series called The Believer's Advantage. And the authority of the believer is definitely the believer's advantage. We talked about how that we have an advantage over sin, for sin shall not have dominion over us. And the last time we were together, we talked about the authority of the believer. So we want to kind of track along with that this morning as well. I want to talk to you about the believer's advantage in that we have been given the name of Jesus. We have been given the wonderful name of Jesus. It is our privilege and it is our right, praise God, to use the mighty name of Jesus in every area of our life. Amen. Now notice with me in Philippians, the second chapter in verse 9 through 11. It says, wherefore God has highly exalted him. That's Jesus. Highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Now, one translation says, given the name, which is above every name. Oh, that's good news, isn't it? The name above every name. Now, notice with me that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven 
and things in earth and things under the earth. One translation says of beings in heaven and beings in earth and beings under the earth. Praise the Lord. In other words, heaven, earth, and hell are subject to the name of Jesus. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, if you're watching online or if you're in the auditorium today and you have not yet bowed your knee to Jesus Christ and what he has done in his substitutionary sacrifice for you, there is salvation in no other name. The only salvation that we can depend upon and is our way to heaven is in and through the name of Jesus. He is the way. He is the truth. He is not a way. There are not many roads to heaven. Jesus is the way to heaven. So if you've not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, I highly exhort you and recommend you to open up your heart before this service is over and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. So we see here that God has seated him in the highest place in the universe at his own right hand and made him to be head over all things. Head over all things. Why did he do this? He did this for the benefit of you and myself. He did this for the benefit of the church, the body of Christ. Because as the body of Christ, we are seated together with him. And we've been given his name so that we can function in victory in this earth. We've been given his name so that we can resist the devil and put the devil on the run. We've been given his name that we may bind the principalities and the powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. We've been given his name, which is the head over all things. His name is above sickness. His name is above poverty. His name is above devastation. His name is above tragedy. His name is above all other names. And you have his name. We have his name. Everyone shout Jesus. Jesus. That's just something about that name. Like the fragrance after the rain. Oh, kings and kingdoms shall all pass away. But there's something about the name of Jesus. There's something about the master. There's something about him that has changed our lives, that has transformed our minds, that has delivered us from drugs, delivered us from alcohol, delivered us from self-righteousness. His name, the name of Jesus, is the most powerful name in the whole universe. Woo! Glory to God. Thank you very much for coming to church. Drive safely. God bless you. One writer said this, God has made his investment for the benefit of the church. He made this deposit on which the church has a right to draw for every need. 
He has given to him the name that has within it, the fullness of the Godhead, the wealth of the eternities, and the love of the, love of the heart of the Father God, and that name has been given to us. Oh, friends, we have his name. We have his name. His name. Hallelujah. His name in prayer. His name in prayer. Jesus said, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, He will give it to you. He will grant it. He will give it to you. He will not withhold from His children. This same man says this puts prayer on a purely legal basis. For He's given us the legal right to use the name of Jesus. When He says to the church... Whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, He's giving us a signed check on the resources of heaven and He's asking us to fill it in. Don't ask too little. He ser- we serve a big God. Don't ask beyond your faith. Make sure you get in faith. Let His Word abide in you. And if you abide in Him and His Word abides in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. So take the time to get your faith built up. And when your faith is built up, ask big because we serve a big God. We serve a big God. We serve a good God. Oh, hallelujah. And we have the name of Jesus to use against our enemies. In Mark, the 16th chapter, in verse 17, Jesus said, And these signs shall follow the believing ones. One translation says, And these signs shall accompany the believing ones. In other words, these signs will go right along with us. The more focused we are on harvest, the less focused we are on ourselves, the more we live a selfless life and not a selfish life, the more that we keep our eyes on what God wants to do in our neighborhoods, what God wants to do in our church, what God wants to do in the business area, the more that we are focused on the Great Commission the more we will take this name and honor this name and use this name to the glory of God the Father. And so he said, And these signs shall follow the believing ones. They shall cast out devils. Now we don't go looking around for devils, but devils are everywhere. But God's bigger than the devil. He's greater than the devil. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So if a devil shows up, cast it out. They, believers, shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Notice this. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. There's a lot of people that need some recovering. There's a lot of hurting people out there. And part of our vision here at Heart of the Bay is to heal the hurting. One way that we can heal the hurting is by laying hands on the sick. 
And we don't just lay hands on the sick in this building. You can lay hands on the sick in the marketplace. You can lay hands on the sick as the Spirit of the Lord directs you. Because He will anoint you. He will cover you with His presence. And He will cause the healing power to flow through you. But it's not in your name. It's in His name. Everyone say Jesus. Jesus. Woo, let's say Jesus two more times. In verse 19, it says, So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, He's speaking to us today, He was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God, and they went forth. Now notice what they did. They preached everywhere. They preached everywhere. Have you got the Word? You can minister the Word. They preached everywhere. Now look at this. And the Lord worked with them, confirming the word with what? With signs following. Glory to God. Say with me, I am a believer. And these signs accompany me. These signs follow me. I'm so thankful for the prophetic ministry and the apostolic ministry, pastors and teachers and evangelists. But this is not just for them. We're all to do the works of Jesus. He said in John, did he not, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. But he prefaced it by saying, he that believeth on me. You're a believer. You have hands. You have authority. You have the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus will keep demons away from your children. The name of Jesus will keep demons away from your grandchildren. So much influences of the spirit of this world Harass our children. Harass our grandchildren. Trying to get a hook in their jaw from the spirit of this age, which is a demonic spirit, which is a wrong spirit. Oh, they've been around for a long time. They're just kind of Gathering speed because they know that their time is short. They know that they have an appointment with a bottomless pit. But I'm not going to wait till the pit opens to take my place. And neither should you. Woo, hallelujah. You say kastoda. You must not sit back in this day in this hour and live a Kesara Sarah kind of life and attitude. But you must rise up. You must rise up in my name and proclaim this is how it is. And this is how it's going to be from this day on. 
in the name of Jesus. <coughs> Woo, glory to God. I believe the Lord's exhorting us today. I believe He's encouraging us and reminding us that we've been given the wonderful name, the precious name, the mighty name, the majestic name, the healing name, the prosperous name, woo, the abundant name, the name of Jesus. This writer goes on to say, but we have a conviction that before the Lord Jesus returns, there will be a mighty army of believers who will learn the secret of living in the name. Say it with me, that's me. Put your, put, point your finger at your neighbor and say, that's you. Other neighbors say, that's you. And then lift a hand up and say, that's all of us. Hallelujah. They will learn the secret of living in the name. Think about that. Living in the name. Not just on Sunday morning. But living in the name Monday morning. Living in the name on 880. Living in the name when people soar through red lights. What I say, I plead the blood of Jesus over that person. If they're not saved, let them be saved in Jesus' name. Living in the name. Living in the name at the gas bump. Pump. It's been a bump, all right. <laughs> living in the name. I'm living in the name. Whatever I do, in word or deed, I'm going to do all in the name of Jesus. You can't cuss a person out in the name. You, you, you can't give a person a piece of your unrenewed mind in the name. Is that right? Whatever I do, whatever you do, in word or deed, we're going to do it all in the name. I'm going to serve in His name. I'm going to preach in His name. I'm going to pay my tithes in His name. We're going to sow as a church in His name. We're going to reach the unreached in His name. We're going to reap a harvest in His name. Things are going to turn. Things are going to change in this nation in the name of Jesus. That there will be a mighty army of believers who will learn the secret of living in the name of reigning in life living the victorious, transcendent resurrection life of the Son of God. And I wrote this in my notes as Brenda was doing such a marvelous job this morning. And that is this. The more mindful we are of others, the more that we can expect the signs and wonders to accompany us. These just go along with us. The more mindful, the more focused we are on others, the more we can expect God to show up. He worked with them, confirming the word with signs following. And you're special to Him. And He will work with you, and He will work through you. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I think we ought to praise Him a minute. 
I think we ought to just give him some praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Divine, divine, divine. Supernatural connections. Golden opportunities for you to speak in his name. Golden opportunities. Doors opening. Doors opening. Doors of utterance for you. Doors of utterance. Doors open. Opportunities opened for you to be a blessing. Did you know you can encourage others in the name of Jesus? It doesn't have to be all flamboyant and all these types of things. Just be real, be loving, be a Christian. I said be a Christian. Be kind. Be loving. Be a blessing. And do it in His name. Let's go over to Proverbs chapter 18 now. and Notice with me in verse 10. Proverbs, the 18th chapter and the 10th verse. And I'm going to read it from the Amplified Version. I'd like for you to read it with me, if you would, please. Let's start right now. Ready, read. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The consistently righteous man, upright and in right standing with God, runs into it and is safe, high above evil and strong high above evil. The word high, I looked it up, means inaccessible. It means too high for capture. You've heard about the snare of the fowler, haven't you? Well, the snare of the fowler is the enemy who's setting snares in our lives to foul things up. He's the snare of the fowler. But we've been given a name. We've been given the name, which is our strong, everyone say it like a strong tower. Hallelujah. You like that, Montgomery? Glory to God. Too high for capture. The wicked one touches us not. No evil shall befall us. Neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. For we've got a tower. We've got a strong tower. We've got the name which is above every name that we run into and that we stay in and we are the safest of the safe. So when attacks come, run to the tower. When you get in the tower, stay in the tower. I looked up that word runneth. That word runneth means to move quickly and it means to run swiftly. So what is this saying to us. I believe a portion of what it is saying to us is be quick to use his name. Don't wait and sit around and let the enemy attack you and attack you and bring you down, but rise up now. Be swift. Be quick to lift up your voice. 
and say, I'm a child of God. And in the name of Jesus, I'm declaring his name. This message is getting in you today. And this message will be used by you this week. The opportunity for the attacks will come. But we're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by the circumstances that besiege us. Because we've got a high tower. And his name is Jesus. And the other thing that came to me while I was studying this is when we are swift and when we are quick to use his name, he will hide us in his secret place. And I love Psalm 31:20. It says that thou shall hide them, them who? Them us. He shall hide you in the secret place of his presence. Now notice this. Look at this phrase. From the pride of men. Now I looked up the word pride there because I thought, okay, what is, what is that saying? What does that word pride of man mean? Literally, it means the snares, the plots, the band, the, leg, the, the league, and the conspiracy of men. So in his secret place, there is protection from the strategies of the evil one and from the strategies of men that may have come against you in an area of your life. In other words, the lies. It could be on the job or wherever it might be. There is a place in him that is the secret place that enables us to be free from the snares and from the conspiracies of man. Do you like it? And he said, Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion. That's a secret place. That's a, that's a tower. That's, that's in him. In a pavilion from the strife of people's words. Say with me, his name is strong. His name is a place of safety. His name brings protection. His name brings victory. I want to remind you that we are not trying to get the victory, but we have the victory because the victory has already been wrought for us. The victory has already been won. Jesus triumphed over death, hell, and the grave for each and every one of us. And he said in 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-seven, but thanks be unto God, now notice this, who gives us. He gives us the victory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Woo, hallelujah. I like that, don't you? Now, Amplified brings another word to this. It says, making us, what? Making us conquerors through the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the Apostle Paul adds another word to conquerors. And what Paul said, that in the midst of of all hell breaking loose. He said, there's not going to be anything that will ever separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. 
He says, neither height nor depth nor any other creature, things above, things beneath, shall ever be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Is that good news? And he started out his dissertation in Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 39. You can read it later today. But he started out in verse 31. He said, hey, if God before us, if God before us, who could ever successfully be against us? Say this with me. Since God is for me, who can ever successfully be against me? Remember this, that not only is he for you, but he's also on your side. And not only is he on your side, but he lives in you. And he told us in the Old Testament, he said, if you will do everything you can to follow me and listen to me and obey me, here's what I will do for you. How many of you know there is a blessing in being a doer of the word? What do you mean being a doer of the word? I'm talking about being a doer of the written word, but I'm also talking about being a doer of the word the Spirit of God gives to you. Here's what God said. If you will do these things... I will be an enemy to your enemies. (laughs) And when God is an enemy to your enemies, your enemies are going to have to back down. Your enemies are going to have to step aside. Because we're talking about God here. We're talking about the king of the universe. We're talking about Jesus. So I will become an enemy to your enemies. And we looked at 1 Corinthians 15, 57. He made us conquerors. He gave us the victory. But now look at Romans 8, 37. Romans 8, 37 says this. He says, yet amid all these things. What are these things? Well, I don't know what your things are, but I know what my things are. And your things may be different than my things. But just mark it down. These things that come against you aren't for you. Is that right? Matter of fact, Paul said, what shall we say to these things? If God be for me, who can be against me? Oh, come on. Say it strong. If God be for me, who can be against me? We'll get to this in a minute. But listen to me very carefully. Paul said, none of these things move me. Did Paul face some things? Have you faced some things? Are you facing some things right now? We all face things. But we should not be reverential to those things. Come on. We should not reverence those things and honor those things by letting those things occupy our soul and to occupy our mind and to occupy our time and all of our attention. And this happens. Whether we want to admit it or not, this has happened to all of us. But we're growing. Come on. We're growing. We're maturing. 
And we're not going to let these things shake us or move us. Say it me, none of these things will move me. Don't let a doctor's report move you. Don't let what's going on in the economy move you. Say with me, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved only by what I believe. And I believe God and I believe His Word. I've read the report. I've read the book. And from Genesis to Revelation, all I see is victory. All I see is triumph. It comes right up in my spirit. These things that you are facing are not permanent. These things are temporary. And these things are subject to my word. These things are subject. For these things are not permanent. They're only temporary. So I believe the Holy Spirit is moving right now. And he's exhorting all of us, me included. Don't give your attention to those things. But give your attention to my things. Give your attention to my word. And as you give your attention to my word, these things shall ultimately be a thing of the past. Is our focus important? What are we paying attention to? What are we thinking about? What are we saying? Right? I believe the Lord is saying, pay attention to me. Pay attention to my word. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear to my sayings. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. For they, my words, are life unto those that find them and believe them and speak them. For my words are health to all of your flesh. But my words are not only health to your flesh. My words are health to your mind. My words will keep you in perfect peace in the midst of instability. My words will keep your soul at rest and keep your soul at peace. You shall function and flow in the peace of God and it shall keep your heart, but it also shall keep your soul. For I love you, and my hand is upon you, and I'm watching over your soul. I am your shepherd, 
and I am restoring your soul. So cooperate with me. Start today. Start this week. Train yourself to shut the door on thoughts of the evil one. Shut the door. It may mean shutting off certain situations, certain outlets. But whatever you do, shut the door. I have said, neither give place to the evil one. You have more to to do with this than you realize. You have a whole lot more to do, whether you sleep well at night or not, than you realize. Wow. Let's lift our hands and thank you. God's speaking to us. Go ahead and pray in the Spirit or pray in English a moment. Glory to God. Glory to God. Magnify your name. Yeah, that's right. We're closing those doors. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for that ability you've given us to close those doors. We close that door now. Say with me, I close that door now. I close those doors now. I slam them shut in the name of Jesus. In the name which is above every name, the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Now let's look at Romans 8.37. I think we're ready now. Y'all ready? All right, let's read it together. Ready, read. Yet amid all these things, we are more than conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through Him... A revelation of how much he loves you is the end to worry. A revelation and an understanding of how much he loves you will stop Satan dead in his tracks. And this other thing comes up in my spirit. I loved you so much that I gave you my son. And in giving you, my son, how shall I not freely with him give you all things? If we're not moved by those things the enemy brings, we are positioned to receive all good things that the Father has provided for us. Say me, no good thing. Will he withhold from my life? And so he loved us so much that he gave us his son. But he didn't just give us his son. He gave us his son's name. The fact that we have his name. Wow. The fact that you have his name. 24-7? 24-7? It's a manifestation of how much God loves me. Glory to God. Amen? So regardless then of the circumstances or the attacks against the Apostle Paul, Paul understood the authority that he had as a believer. 
When he said he's more than a conqueror, he said this is a surpassing victory. This is a victory that excels way beyond the norm. This is a victory that is above average. Paul and I and you, we know this. That nothing in the earth or below the earth, no principality or power, could ever separate us from the love of God in Christ. Let us ask ourselves this. What is in Christ? The authority for the believer. God so loved us so much through Christ, He gave us the authority to rule and reign over all the powers of hell. Hallelujah. It's getting better in here by the minute. And we don't want to go too long, but we don't want to go too short. Amen? I'll tell you right now, it's 1129. So don't get nervous in the service. I don't plan on taking you to 18 innings. But I just want to remind you of a couple of scriptures. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our confidence and even our faith we have faith we have been given the measure of mountain moving faith we've been given the name of Jesus and through faith in his name we can stand strong through faith in his name that which is broken can be made whole again through faith in his name a bank account that's been emptied can be filled again through faith in his name a child that has gone astray through faith in his name that child can come back and come to the altar and be a world overcomer and be a class act evangelist for the glory of God it's through faith I got faith in his name through faith in his name a neighborhood can be changed through faith in his name Andre East Oakland can be changed West Oakland can be changed through faith in his name the people from the Philippines can experience a great great outpouring of the Holy Ghost Through faith in His name. Through faith in His name. Cancer can be defeated. Just got the testimony from Marcus Tankard, a powerful young man. Man of God preaching the gospel. Got hit with cancer that was a death sentence. He went through all the process of the chemo and the radiation. All of those things. A lot of tears, a lot of prayers. I mean, we're talking about a holy man of God, sanctified, God attacked. And he went through multiple surgeries and he was just set to have his final surgery before they started another round of chemotherapy and radiation. They went to the doctor and they said, well, we better do an MRI, a PET scan and a CAT scan before we do this. We better do a lot of lab work and see what's going on. The CAT scan... The PET scan, the MRI came back as if there was never any trace of cancer in his body. That's our God. That's our Jesus. 
That's the kind of God we serve. Did he go through the valley? Yes, he went through the valley of the shadow of death. But God, but Jesus, everyone shout Jesus. The doctors were perplexed. Jesus will perplex people. They were so perplexed that they literally had to call in several doctors to look at the scans. And yes, it's been confirmed and it has been verified that by His stripes He is healed. Woo! Hallelujah! I said hallelujah! We serve a God that sent Jesus and Jesus is the head over sickness and disease. I said, Jesus is the head. In closing, very quickly, if our minds could only grasp the fact that Satan is paralyzed and stripped of his armory by the Lord Jesus, armor, and that disease and sickness are servants of this man, that at his voice they must depart, it would be easy for us to live in the resurrection realm. Say of me, resurrection power is flowing through my veins. One day Jesus went into Capernaum and a centurion beseeched him. He said, Lord, my servant lies home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word. Come on. Speak the word. What are you going to say to these things? I'm going to speak the word only. And he says, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servants, do this and do it. Now listen to what Jesus said. When he heard it, he marveled and said to him that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found such great faith, no, not in Israel. In closing, why did he marvel at the centurion's faith? And I read directly from a wonderful book on the name of Jesus. He said, in effect, speak the word only. Just as I am a man over these hundred men who obey my command, you have been set over disease you are the master over demons and the laws of nature you have authority over disease and sickness all you have to do is speak and sickness and disease will obey you stand up everybody glory to God stand up everybody but this isn't just for Jesus only it is for Jesus people Say to me, I am a Jesus person. I am a Jesus people. And I have been given the name which is above every name, the mighty name of Jesus. Woo, glory to God. So what do you say we take our authority and then shout a little bit? Say with me, the name of Jesus belongs to me. I have authority over demons. I refuse to be dominated by any demon. 
In Jesus' name, Satan, I break your power over my life or in any way that you would try to dominate me. And I proclaim my deliverance and victory today. I am free. And whom the Son has set free, oh, shout of me, is free indeed. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, bless the Lord.